Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doom-scrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge. So sit back, relax and call the binge wife. Now, here are your hosts, Ruth and Roger. Thanks, Andrew, and welcome everybody to another episode of Call the Binge Wife, where Ruth and I discuss and review seasons of shows that we've watched. Ruth, what are we reviewing today? Hi, binge friends. Today we are reviewing FUBAR. All right, FUBAR, the new series from Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix. Ruth, tell us what is the synopsis for the show? FUBAR. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays an undercover CIA operative on the verge of retirement. However, just before he leaves the building, he's tasked with one more mission to recover an important and top secret item. Little did he know that his daughter, Emma, is a CIA operative as well, tasked with the same mission. It's funny when they find out. What follows is a dad and daughter trying to work together effectively to complete the mission and not get each other killed within this new context of knowing. Luke also tries to help Emma avoid some of the mistakes he made with family while being undercover, which of course hits close to home. So, Roger, tell us about the show data. Yeah, so it's uh, only one season so far. The drop date was May 2023. It's rated TVMA, language mostly, I guess, violence, maybe death. Yeah, they slit some people's throats. Uh, Where to Watch is Netflix. The amount of episodes was eight. The genre is action and comedy. Arnold Schwarzenegger is listed as an executive producer, and the cast is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I didn't put anybody else's name down. That was weird. Anyway, critics gave it 50%. (laughs) That's it. That's that's all I got. Critics gave it 50%. Viewers gave it 68%. So, uh, yeah, it's split down the middle. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, no awards. (laughs) Why are we even talking about that? (laughs) So, Ruth, why did we watch this? It's always funny when you ask that. Um, The trailer (laughs) was funny enough. So I thought it would be okay to watch. And it's Arnold, you know. I also love the show Chuck. Mm-hmm. So I was in, which will make sense when you tell me now why you wanted to watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we always, or we had been more recently starting the conversation with a trailer, right? Like, okay, let's watch this trailer and yeah. kind of see. We've been doing that yes. a little bit more than what we usually do we usually just found something like okay but but now we're really and over yeah. like yeah this looks this should be good yeah or we were really excited about it but we i think yeah. we've been more intent on viewing the trailers now than we have in the past yeah, so it's like a commitment thing you gotta check it first <laughs> yeah you gotta take it for a test draft <laughs> yeah. i wasn't very interested until i saw the trailer uh, i was a big fan of the series chuck like you mentioned uh way back when we both watched it so without before we knew each other. I mean, yeah. which is not that uncommon. But for me to watch this type of series, I think, was a little interesting. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Ch- Chuck is a little bit more fantasy sci-fi, 
than this is, but this is a lot more comedy than I think Chuck is. Chuck tried to be heartfelt and stuff, and this attempts that, but kind of, I don't know, we'll see. And I thought it wasn't uh, going to take itself too seriously, which I think when Arnold's good, that's what happens. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, you know, we kind of said, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Hey, we're going to take a small break here, let you about, know about some stuff going on with the show. We're super excited about the season. Ruth, what else are we binging this season? We are binging loot, the after party, and Jewish matchmaking. Yeah, and we have a super huge announcement that we did in our trailer. If folks didn't listen to the trailer for this season, we're creating a brand new episode each month uh, with a guest that Ruth and I get to interview, and we're going to call it ctb bts which is called the binge wife behind the scenes and this season ruth who are we going to be interviewing first sorry that sounds like a korean k-pop band (laughs) (laughs) a little i won't lie i like it but hold on i don't want this to get lost this season we interview aliza ben shalom of jewish matchmaking yeah we're super excited about this. I learned a lot about the show just talking to her, and that's kind of what we want to have happen. We don't want to just ask the Entertainment Tonight questions, right, that stars get asked all the time. We're going to try to use this to really dig a little deeper under the surface. The special episode will drop the second Thursday of the month. Each month we'll have a guest. We've already uh, recorded uh, season seven's guest, so we're excited about that, and we'll let you know who that is in the trailer. We're not going to spoil it yet. Uh, and, we're, and we're working on some other ones too so we're excited about that uh, another thing that we have got going on ruth we have just launched a website uh, for the show at call the binge dot tv dot not dot com but dot tv call TV, the binge wife, yes. yeah call the binge wife dot tv and ruth what can people do uh, at the website So you can search for our new shows, listen to our reviews, learn where to connect with us online and find out our next CTB BTS. Yes, that's right. Yeah. On the website, you can search for shows based on uh, alphabet, genre, or even by season of our podcast. So there's three different ways to search for something new to watch, something binge worthy. And so we we highly suggest you go there. Uh, You can also listen to the shows. Uh, They're right there on the website. You can press play. Don't have to go to any other app. Um, So please check that out. We're excited about that. Yes. And good job, honey. That is Uh, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Some some decent amount of work went into that. So so yeah, go visit us uh, at callthebingewife.tv. And then the final thing we're going to talk about is if you find our reviews entertaining or helpful to selecting your next great binge rate and review the call the binge wife in the podcast app you're using right now do it before the end of the episode so you don't forget click those stars yes thank you now back to the rest of the review so now's the part in the show which if you listen you know this already where we talk about three positives and one negative from the show that we binged so roger what's your first positive yeah, my first positive would probably be just that, you know, like I said, the reason that we watched it, it was going to be funny and that it wasn't going to take itself very seriously. Besides the Terminator movies, I wasn't a huge fan of Arnold's pure action movies, uh, but I really enjoyed like True Lies, Kindergarten Cop, Twins, It's Not the Tuma. Um, the show has similar <laughs> that feel way, to that's, okay. that's pretty good. So the, the show has a pretty similar feel to those movies uh, where Arnold doesn't take himself 
again, very seriously. So uh, food bar falls along those same lines. Uh, there is action, quite a bit of it. And uh, his daughter, Emma, does uh, kick some ass, pretty heavy, which is good to see a woman showing the moves. Uh, but the That's comedy, right. But the comedy is really what it stands out to me. What about you? What's your first positive? Okay, so I I said the father-daughter relationship, and I just had to look up who played Emma because I feel like it's appropriate in this instant, and re- you were remiss for not mentioning her, if I might add. Yes, uh, <laughs> a horrible host. Monica Barbaro. That, should sure, be we'll take that it. might be. Okay, yes, so Arnold and Monica, they have, <laughs> they have a few heartwarming interactions and some good banter. It sometimes gets annoying, but I especially like the scenes with the psychologist where they have basically like full on Muppets of each other and they're acting like each other and talking to each other. That was funny. Um, But I think they have pretty good chemistry together overall. So I liked that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there was a little bit like it was too much. Like she was playing into it as an actress, like way too much, like making it, I hate my dad type thing. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but it, but overall it works pretty well. Okay. So what's your second positive? Yeah. So there's a uh, two other people. There are other people in the show. I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fortune uh, Fimster probably seen her on Netflix uh, doing comedy, stand-up comedy. Uh, her character's name is Rue. And then there's another guy uh, whose last name is Van Winkle actor who plays the character of Alden. They're both CIA agents and they really become this comedic relief in the CIA office, playing off of one another, you know, playing up roasting culture uh, in the office uh, and they do a really good job of it had it just been one or the other it probably wouldn't have worked very well but since they're you know on-screen buddies uh in the office that really kind of works and there is kind of a heartwarming scene towards the end where they kind of have some moments together but it, mostly it's for them it's about the comedy when when they're together and they're making fun of arnold or making fun of emma or you know they're always making yeah. fun of somebody so but- uh, they do a really good job playing off one another, and and I felt that that was a good comedic insert into into the cast. Okay, no, <laughs> you're not going to respond. <laughs> no, I do think. Oh my god, that... it's a pain in the ass to edit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. So, what's your what's your second one, Ruth? Okay, so there were a few funny moments. No, I think there were more than a few. Some some dad jokes that made me laugh. And I was cheering on Rue or Fortune, but I wanted to laugh more. And yeah, Van Winkle, their interaction was okay. I think I just realized when you're talking about it, the making fun of the making the roasting mm. just culture. too mm-hmm. culture was too roasty for me, maybe. But I'll talk about that a little more. Yeah. Not I- too bad. They were just yeah, I wanted to laugh more. And maybe I expected Rue or Fortune to just crack me up all the time. Mm. But I felt like some of her best lines were in the trailer. Mm. Yeah, which which happened a lot in the 80s and 90s for action movies. Um, that okay. was pretty common. And so that brings me so to... So maybe that, yeah. That brings me to my third positive that I liked because I'm old, right? <laughs> and I was around in the 80s and 90s. And so... The action movies back then 
there were a lot of one-liners and there were a lot of, you know, goofy jokes, like you said, and almost dad jokes, and especially in Arnold stuff. There was a lot of callback to that, especially Fortune did a lot of that with her Rue character. She did a lot of calling back to, you know, if if you hadn't, if you're not familiar with Arnold's body of work, then you may, you know, you may not get all the references. And, and I think maybe that's where critics and audience members kind of fell off was because a lot of it if you hadn't seen you know predator the original predator or the terminator or you know some of those older movies that came out in the 80s and 90s from schwarzenegger there's a lot of lines in the show that just fall flat Uh, maybe that's it sorry i'll say that in a minute i i did see predator though yeah but i didn't see all of them well, and how many lines do you remember from them too? And Arnold was only in the first one. So it's, you know, that was 80 something. That was like 87 or 88 or something. You know, I mean, that, that was a long time ago. <laughs> you know, was it that long ago. Oh, yes, oh, we are. Please. That was like 40 oh, some years ago. So, um, wow. so yeah. So I think that's maybe why the audience didn't get it. And, and I was actually, I enjoyed it, but I was also at the same time, I had a shock by it. Like, wow, they went, that's a deep cut. I don't know if other people are going to get that. Right. So Mm. uh, that's kind of, for me, kind of, it was good because I enjoyed it because I was, you know, teenager in those years, but for a newer audience, especially the kind of audience, you know, Netflix has a very, very young, young user base. A lot of it probably fell flat for them. For me, it was great. I'm young. So I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so you can get because you're like 30, perpetually 30. Is that what it is? Yeah, 29 forever. Okay. I liked Arnold. I did like Arnold. I thought he did a great job overall, and he didn't take himself too seriously. He transferred into TV series pretty easily. Mm. Uh, I really liked Kindergarten Cop, but I can't remember twins very well. Um, but I like the comedy interspersed in action. So I did like watching him. Yeah, I think for me, I was concerned. Like when I saw the trailer, I'm con- I was concerned. It's like, wow, this dude's like mid 60s, early 70s, you know, in real life. Yeah. And so I was like, how is he going to pull off the action and stuff? Which, you know, this I guess maybe this is my fourth positive, which we don't usually do. But, you know, that's again, it goes back to the character of Emma, his daughter, really pulling off a lot of the action stuff. And, yeah. and being the focus of the action, which takes that kind of burden off of him. So I thought that they did a good job of that. And that allowed him to shine without you, you know, I'm a, I'm a big professional wrestling fan. And when, you know, pro wrestlers get to be 45, 50, they slow down because their bodies are just wrecked. And his body mm-hmm. just has to be you know, as good of a shape as he was in, you know, 50 years ago. It's certainly not in that kind of shape now. Yeah. And so to do the same kind of things they did before, it was like, ooh, is this gonna be is this gonna be like watching Ric Flair wrestle at the age of you know, sixty-five? It's like you don't want to watch, you really don't want to watch it because it's just you feel bad for him. But I think I think transferring the action to her allowed him to shine in more of the comedy and the team leader and that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. the show. I could, I'll give you that too. But yes. in, you got a fourth one in there. That's I know. Do you? Well, I know yeah. you don't have a fourth one, so we'll just keep. We'll just go to the negatives. <laughs> yeah, don't. So I don't think it was the cast that was the problem. It was the writing. Although, as you say, maybe it was that kind of dialogue and the one-liners, hmm. the cringy. I was like, what? Like I was expecting more. 
So I'll have to think about your theory a little bit more or not. I I mean, <laughs> I think yeah. that would to. be my negative. Okay. I was like, I, I just was expecting a little more. I, I Maybe I shouldn't have. How about you? What was your negative? Yeah, the main villain storyline is almost too comic bookish. Yeah, Arnold doesn't push him into a vat of chemicals or anything, <laughs> but the backstory of the characters seemed very contrived a little bit uh, to fit the father-daughter storyline that Emma and Luke were going through. And so, it, it, because they kind of paralleled each other and, you know. He, yeah. Yeah, so I don't want to give a whole lot away, but it just, it it seemed like it was a, a plot device that I don't know how they're going to replicate in season two. And unfortunately for you, Ruth, there will be a season two. Oh, but maybe I'll be more, I'll be ready for it. Maybe if we yeah. decide to watch. Well, it's going to be more of a road, a buddy road trip cop thing so maybe it'll be different i don't know we'll see oh yeah that could be different that's good yeah Yeah, i did feel like that plot or that angle which i can't share too much about was a little bit interesting for the villain and what i wasn't quite sure what was going on there yeah they could have made him more villainy yeah hey like i said before presidents the united states make up words all the time so you can too okay excellent so, Ruth, skip it or binge it? I'm going to say skip this one, unless you love Arnold and want some fluff to watch. But I would say save your time on this one. It's It would be better as a 90-minute movie rather than an eight-episode oh. series. Oh. I know. I don't know. I'm not, I'll have to think about How your about theory you? on that. I'll have to think about your theory on that one. Okay. <laughs> yes, do. <laughs> How about you? Like most of Arnold's projects, they're considered fluff. Some are viewing fair, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's summer blockbuster type stuff. It's not supposed to be meant for any Academy Awards or any Emmys or anything like that. It's just supposed to be fun. And as long as you go in with that expectation, I think you'll be all right. After we were done watching it, we were talking about this together. And I, I remember saying, I had low expectations for this. Like I had really low expectations. So it exceeded those. That doesn't mean that it's fantastic. It just means that it exceeded my low, my low bar. And, you know, I think that, you know, superhero movies, action adventure movies, action comedy, you just got to go into it going, okay. And my brain doesn't have to work, <laughs> you know? And, and as long as you go into it with that mentality, I think that, you know, I say binge it. I think I admittedly had some higher expectations mm-hmm. for some reason, whatever reason. You Maybe because I was that... committing eight episodes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's, I don't that's know. fair. I thought it would that's be fair. like an Arnold yeah. movie. You know, it was like better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's but... really fair to say that, you know, I, I had higher expectations because I wasn't expecting it to be eight hours long. That's fair. So that's our review for FUBAR. And we're excited that you joined us. Um, We hope that you come back. Remember, all the episodes for this season have already dropped. So make sure you check your streamer to make sure you listen to all the episodes. And Ruth, let's remind them that if they don't know what to watch next, they should call call the binge binge wise. See, it sounded good. It sounded like we got it. But I'm telling you, when I go back and edit, I don't know. I just, I don't know how it works. Let's try it one more time no, just for fun. No, 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 we got other stuff to do. Oh, I gotta my. go to bed. I'm old. I gotta go to bed. Oh, come on. <laughs> <I'll> t- <laughs> <laughs>